freaking what up, dude? Pink flood, that's your cue. Was that a recording? What are you talking about? Was that a recording of me? Yeah, did it sound like you? Friggin' what up, dude? Friggin' what up, dude? That's the OG King Fight, if you weren't aware. That's the only reason I liked King Fight, because I thought he was, like, this surfer dude from Hawaii. He was like, totally, dude. Like, he'd come off mute and just... But he's totally lost that character now. He's just, I don't know. Nah, dude. That's literally who I am, dude. I usually just play a different character when I come on these spaces so more people like me, dude. I didn't know that you preferred the real me, dude. Hmm. I um I don't know what you've been up to. What have you been up to lately, King Fud? Might as well take this just, time while we got two hundred people listening to catch up. Just building. Um Is that what we do? Is everyone just build no one trades and we're all just trying to build. Well Um I really am. I'm finishing up on dot. And uh I would like to trade. Uh but somebody stole from me and I haven't gotten it back yet. So I have nothing to trade. I aggressively traded today and got absolutely obliterated. Mm, were you trying to trade Blur? Yep. Yeah, you idiot. It's already on its way down. Yep. And you were trying to trade the little tiny, tiny little baby green candles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no wonder you, I mean... If you don't know that it's on its way down and heavily and you're trying to trade that, that's on you. 100% on you. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, my gosh. What? Bark requested to speak. I haven't spoken to Bark in weeks, dude. I thought he was dead. I thought it was just his secretary running his account still. I didn't know he still existed. I'll bring him up. I'll go on mute for the rest of the conversation. No, no, okay. You, what, you trying to trade more? You trying to take more L's? No. I'm, um... Look, whenever you two get on the same stage at once, you guys suck up all the air. You got the big old lungs and the little old brains. No one learns (laughs) anything. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What have you been doing lately? What do you mean? I've been researching. I'm always researching. Nice. Well, for a lot of knowledge, you sure suck at trading still. Hmm. I meant the um, the Blur NFT game, Season 2. Have you played it at all? There's there's a game? Oh, it's, it's what I consider game. What is it? You get rewarded based off of if you put a bid... And you get rewarded if you list an NFT. The reward... I literally wrote this this playbook out a year ago. like, But I want to do it with like a singular NFT. I was curious how it would plan out. And it plays out exactly as I expected. An, an immense amount of trade volume. But you get rewarded for putting a bid on a collection. And you get rewarded for listing an NFT. And the closer you are to the floor price on the bid and or listing NFT, the more points you're rewarded. Machi's sitting in first place right now. And he was 
Is that surprising? Mm-hmm. Well, he, he pretty much won season one, or close to it. Got like, I don't know, like, uh, I think like a $2 million airdrop. What would you do if you airdropped $2 million, King Fud? Probably buy a house with that money and rent it out. So, um, I don't think, for what people are telling me that played season one heavily, it's like getting over farmed now. Because the reason why I didn't participate in season one, because they didn't say what like the token was going to, they had nothing. They were like, oh, you're going to get this token, but it's, you know, we're not going to tell you what it's valued at. So I was like, oh, dude, I'm, that's a fucking scam. But it turns out it wasn't a scam. And I got to deal with Machi dancing all over the place about this now. So now he's got me playing this fucking game. And I got obliterated. I got obliterated. I don't know if I'm playing this game anymore. These motherfuckers got bots set up. It's um it's not a fair playing field at all. I got I got wrecked in less than an hour, dude. Just totally, dude. No way, dude. How much, dude? Dude. Like Well, I got Azuki beans. Dude, talk about a terrible one to get dumped on. And then I got a, I got dumped a mutant ape, and it's a, it's a snot face. I'm afraid to even show it on crypto Twitter. And I'm down. Don't show it. Don't show it because then everyone's going to know which one and what you're listing it for, and then they're going to start being oh, nosy. Yeah. Dude, you, it's an untraceable I, wallet too, so good luck finding yeah, that one, assholes. See, <laughs> Dude, did you hear the one dude who came up yesterday? He's like, dude, you're flooring your SMB. What are you doing, Alex? I have it listed at 2x the floor price. Guess what? I got this mutant that you're seeing right now listed as well. Can you go buy it? Wow. I'd like to buy it. Go buy it, dude. It's like 3x the floor price. The problem with, like, blur is there's no rarity built in. You know, laser eyes are, you know, I'm pretty much flooring that shit at, like, 70 grand. Is that a lot of money? No. That's what I'm saying. I'm flooring. How much do you think laser eyes should be going for? Laser eyes should be going for 100K. Minimum. Well, my honest opinion is zero dollars. I'm starting to Did think you say doll might hair? be a scam. Yes. Okay. Yeah, zero doll hair. King Fud, the volume is fucking pumping on OpenSea. Well, it was. It's kind of slowing down, obviously, whenever you got... um. I think, like, the, the Dow Jones, you know, end up closing, like, minus 140 points. So, you know, all crypto has to fucking go down with the sinking ship. And I'm tired of this Dow Jones. It, that Dow Jones is dog shit. I mean, the whole... Not my fault. Dude, I, I don't understand how this ever happened. I guess equities traders got too involved into cryptos, and now we've got just complete correlation. Like, no decoupling will ever happen. It's just too tied together now, and just... It feels like it's just a fucking another stock, dude. It feels like another equity. Bullshit. But Bitcoin was ripping until, you know, people start selling their equities and now we got to deal with the pain. All right, look, we got Duck with his hand up. That's all right. Good for him. Look at, look at this rider. A kid called Beast. You know that wasn't in their bio like a week ago. Now that it... Oh, man. A kid called Beast. I've been to a handful of their spaces. The hopium and the shilling is at an all-time maximum. And it's it's nauseating. It's absolutely nauseating. 
Are you saying it's at the top? Because people have been saying it's at the top for quite some time. I'll tell you what, though. The cascading effect when the sell-off happens is going to be never-ending. It's just going to forever fall. <laughs> I sold mine Did today. You? Hell yeah, I dunked it on them motherfuckers. All of them? All four? No, no, no. I still got... I mean, I'm always going to keep one for my main wallet, you know? But um, just in case. But yeah, man, I felt like... I felt like it was the good time to sell. What what did you sell it at? Two point I should have sold them at two point one and two ETH. Mm, you missed out on like about one and a half. I missed on the yeah, I missed out on the two point fours and the, I thought it was gonna climb to three. There was just too much hype. I was kinda riding the hype train. Speaking of hype train what's what? that? But now I'm 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 hunting like Alex and Alex was talking about this blur and he was excited and then I guess he got dunked on today and so now what's next? Alex? I got wrecked. And I also doubled down on my wreckness by adding liquidity to the blur weath pool. I saw that APY went to DeFi Llama. I was like, holy fucking shit. Two thousand four hundred per APY. I got absolutely obliterated. I'm just fucking I got blurred and bent over today and I'm pissed off. Everything's pumping and I'm you getting should, dumped on. Everywhere I look. You should not be trading that. What? An inexperienced trader like yourself should not be dipping in your toes Dude, into that. I look at those percentages. I just can't help myself. You ever watch like Aladdin and like when um Abu sees like the fucking that gem and he's like, don't touch the gem and I'm like looking at the two Abu! No! I know. I'm looking at that 2,400% APY. I'm like licking my chops. I'm like, well, let me just try this one. Instantly get fucking obliterated. I mean, it couldn't have happened any quicker. Like, immediate red candle. Massive red dildo. I was like, what the fuck? Give me my money back. Give me my money back, Blur. Whoever, how did you dump that? Who dumped that? Show your hand. I mean, come up and speak. Who dumped the, the blur on me? I thought the airdrops were already done. Did you see my airdrops yesterday? Did you get any airdrop? No. Yeah, figures. Wait, I had like a 30 million when I shared on crypto Twitter, though. No, that was my screen. <laughs> that, one, that one was copy and pasted all through crypto Twitter. I think I, I think I had at least five DMs with people asking for money after I put. I'm never posting that shit ever again. Never seen anything. Oh, hi, Alex. You know, I've been your friend for a long time. Zero mutual followers. Uh, can you send me some money? I'll pay you back. I said, okay. Is there something wrong with asking for money? Well, I mean, after I showed that picture, I got a bunch of DMs. Like, everyone knows I'm poor. Yeah. You haven't responded to mine. Hmm? Maybe some people just need money. Well, I don't know why they think I have money. Well, it looked like you had a few million. That's true. What are your thoughts on, on doing stuff like that? Do you think that's immoral? Living beggar's culture. Hmm? We live in a beggar's culture. A beggar's culture. There's more fucking panhandlers on New Jersey highways than anything. Dude, how the fuck... They cook, though. They cook. They, they make bread over I there. There was a debunking done in Las Vegas um, of a group of like four people that had figured out the best spots to go 
and they were each making well over six figures a year panhandling. Six in Vegas. figures a year? Six oh, figures, dude. Yeah. Non tax. Yeah, Arizona too. The ones with the orange vests, those guys make what bank. What the fuck, dude? What are we doing here? Yeah, yep. 300, 300 400 $500. What a day. Yep. I don't get was... why an NFT project hasn't done that. Yeah, dude. Panhandling community. What the fuck are we doing here? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might be out of the blur game after witnessing what I went. You know, what makes it even scarier, someone bid like five ETH. I, think, I don't know if it was on the other side. It was like a two ETH floor NFT. But they bid five ETH ten times. And they swept a two ETH NFT for five ETH, 10 times. So immediately burned 30 ETH. Um, so just be careful if you do decide to play this game. That was insane. Dude, dude, Alex, there's one that's a lot worse that happened. Someone who was bidding like uh, five ETH instead of 2.8 got 69 bids accepted. He lost 208. Maybe that's the one ETH, I'm referring bro. to. I just remember someone bidding five ETH yeah. on like a two ETH floor. And bid like a whole bunch because you can just do like a massive bid. Oh, dude, I can only imagine the pain. But can you imagine if, dude, the fucking could you imagine if you're the person with all them listed? Like, would you okay, would you return the funds if you if you if that was an accident? No, what? No, and I'll fuck no, I will tell you why. I sold it fair and square. That's the reason why. Okay, I like this. You know, everyone Bro, else. I'll, 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 you know, I go to a different space. I guarantee everyone else is on their moral high horse, saying, "No, I would refund it." Oh, that's why I like this thing. If it was somebody I knew, if it was somebody I knew, oh, like, someone you know, had to get personal. on the high horse. Someone had to get on. I knew it. Yeah, one person. Bro, come on, Alex. Oh, it's someone I know, yeah, you know, King... I'm gonna give it back, but you know, dude, you're not giving that shit back, Tal. You're you're not fooling <laughs> fucking nobody. No, if they reached out to oh, you personally, shit, there, Tal pinned it to the top. Look at that shit. Oh, dude, that's nasty. Um, how do you fat finger a five for a two, dude? It's easy. Blur is so like. You don't. There's not many clicks involved in like switching it from a pool to your wallet. It's like one click. No, no, no. I'm saying, how do you tap five instead of two? Mm. Uh, I don't know. And also, could have he could have thought it was on a different collection as well. That's sad, dude. I don't like that. They need a hug. Dude, they need 208 fucking ETH. That's what they need. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, all I have to offer is a hug. So. No. All right. He is going to be panhandling for the rest of his days on, on Twitter. Was there any collection worth talking about today? Any updates? Or are we just going to bullshit for the rest of the night? Well, first of all, this is the most productive conversation I've had in a while. So. Okay. You, you ruined my day, man. I was waiting for a pontification this morning. No show. Well, I had to meet. I ruined my whole vibe. I had to meet with Machi and Bark. We had to talk about business. We had to talk about how that how that meeting terrible. Mm, Why? I just I I can only look. I got to deal with Bark. Got to deal with Machi now. I know I got to hear them without other people around me, and like and then one one ear out the. I was like, holy shit, it's overload. Well, Alex, what are you what are you doing over there? What are you coming back to Taipei? Um, 
probably soon. You know, I if you haven't been and you're into cryptos, I highly. I also are you are you going to be going to East Denver? East Denver, that's what they're calling it. Yeah, East Denver's in like two weeks from now. I don't know. Should I? Um, wait, two weeks. And I have family coming in two weeks. You have a family? Well, tell them to meet you in East Denver. Well, that's not how that. What works. do you mean? That's not how that works. <laughs> tell them you you're big in the crypto scene. You're you talk to the number one influencer on all blockchains combined every night. Like that. I don't know. Like I'm bolstering everyone's re- anyone that's here a speaker panel better be jotting that down onto your resumes. Like, hey, I have. A- you you're still saying that. You're still saying the the influencer thing? It's been months of you not being number one. What are you talking about? Oh, dude, don't tell me you're still using NFT um, scam spec. Is that what you're still going? Your is that what you're using analytics off of? I'm not gonna lie. I haven't looked at analytics in in months. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know what's going on in your brain, but. I know you're not number one. That's for sure. I absolutely am number one. I've got go you're check. Not. Go check it, dude. The blockchain doesn't lie. Check what? The blockchain. Go check the blockchain. Now the blockchain doesn't have influencer status. I um okay. Well, fine. I guess um one other thing that was pretty interesting. Are you into the photo finish? Like, are you into that little ecosystem they got going? No. Are you because Roaring Hammy? Yes. He contacted me, of course. I like him. He's yeah, been dude, super someone I've been in touch with for months. There are some cool people. Why? What's going on? With well, they have finish? a Dookie Dash. Um, the Walmart version, of course, of Dookie Dash going on right now. You can um, you need their little DJ. They gave me um, a bunch of shit, so maybe I'll give it away during the space. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know if there's that much of an interest in it. Um, Is there interest in anything? That's not just a scam token right now. Um, well, dude, go King Fight. Go look at OpenSea like twenty four hour volume. After that blur airdrop, dude, there's just volume fucking everywhere. Um, yeah, it was free money. You could buy whatever you've been wanting. Well, not everyone like had much. Like much is like it's, we're talking. Most people were bitching that the gas cost more than the blur that they got. So that was like the average person. Alex, did you ever trade ETH like and like did the claim, bro? Because I realized I missed out on like a fucking couple ETH like on the first claim, bro. Like I went, if I did the calculation right, bro, I did, it was like literally free fucking money, and I did not claim it. What are you talking about? First on the first, um, what do you call it, the first round of claims for Blur? They like just they gave everybody Blur token, like just based off of any of your trading yeah, volume. Yeah, you, you can still claim right? it now. Can you? Um, I'm I'm not sure. I know if you're in the United States, you need to be on a VPN to claim it. They fucking ripped me off. Hundred boxes, only got a little over twelve hundred blur. I mean, that's still a thousand two hundred, right, or around that. Well, depending on. Dude, that's a nice dinner, fungibles. I mean, it's free, right? I mean, I don't know. If it's free, it's for me. That's like a lobster dinner, bro. Lobster crab cakes and iced tea. Were you? What, did you farm it really hard, season one, fungible? No, not at all. Yes. No, okay. I didn't. Wait. Well, 
Wait, who's the sass? Who's the sass in the background? <laughs> yeah, she just said, uh, "Yeah, that's a nice dinner, fungibles." Yeah, I like I like her. Uh, why doesn't she come up here more than you? I don't know. She's eight. Why? Why are? Why are women so sassy, fungible? Like, why? Why? Why can't we answer for ourselves? Why do they answer for us? Hold on, let me get my wife's answer for that. A Solana blur would would work. Do you think people would be wanting to play that game on Solana? Yeah, there would at least be 200 people willing to play that game. Um, I was going to ask Dup, because he's a Dup. Uh, <laughs> nope, he's not a Dup. He is Dup. Uh, he's a Solana maxi. That's what I meant to say. Um, what's he feeling about Solana? Like, what's his overall sentiment about Solana? Without pumping his bags, I want to know how he really feels about Solana. We're going to the moon. Okay. <laughs> There's no, I don't know what to tell you. I, the sentiment's never been better. Actually, I don't know. Sentiment's You getting right. yelled at, dude, up? What's that? What do you say? I heard another female voice in the background it's probably mine no, was... mine because i'm walking down the street at the moment that was your baby anyways so getting back to the question at hand here king fight look we got a couple of marketplaces that could take magic eden out with this simple tactic that blurred it and it's just literally two gaming mechanics that is giving rewarding tokens off of listing and rewarding tokens off of bidding but do you think anyone would want to play it on Solana? I know I would. I, I'm I'm half tempted to reach out to some Solana developers and just develop it on my own. No one seems like I'd like, dude. It seems clear as day. People enjoy playing this game. It'd even be more enjoyable on Solana, even though Solana is built on top of corruption. So that's what you have to deal with. Okay, well, uh, do it. Be about it uh, instead of just talking about it. All right. Will you be a participant? Yeah. Um, in fact, if you're building it, you're going to need probably someone like King Fudd to help. I can't help but think that. No, you won't. You you can't. I said to help. Duh. Sometimes help is just talking. You Hold on. How, where, how are you supposed to help? You have no pull on Solana. All right, we got um. Now we got Matt. You know, you say a kid called Beast three times, and seventeen thousand of them show up in spaces. Uh, Matt, you missed the uh, missed the Pico top. How do you feel about yourself right now? No, I'm still feeling good. Uh, I actually had to tell you, uh, Blur was for ETH. You guys already got your magic internet money with the bonk. Shit, dude, bonk, dude, bonk. No, it. don't even compare this to bonk. It was a scam, Matt. But, 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 scam. Oh, and what? what is Blur? What the fuck? I got people throwing threads about us going to fucking jail for using a VPN, bro. Well, yeah, it's not uh, claimable in the United States. You're not allowed to claim it. I never claimed okay. it. Well, I'm just saying, like, it is illegal to claim None it of my friends claim if you it. live in the United States. The only way to claim it is illegal activity with a VPN. So... Bonk is illegal as well, though. Um, well, Bonk is 
probably all the people involved with Bond probably going to jail. Um, a bunch of insider information going on around there. It's, but it's completely different. Um, Bonk was not a fair drop at all. Blur was extremely fair drop. Couldn't be more fair with Blur. That's the biggest difference between the two. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Blur wasn't fair because someone I know, not me, got three boxes and they got airdropped 350 Blur. But I know people who got like eight boxes and only got like 800 or 800 blur or something like that it just the math didn't math you know it doesn't correlate at all there's people who should have got a lot more that didn't get shit that's what fungible said um so it sounds like it wasn't a fair thing were the boxes just random from my understanding but it also like went based off your trading activity so like if you were trading a lot and you were successful you got more crates but if you were taking a loss, flipping like day in, day out, like, so Franklin's flipping for like 0.00001 and sometimes taking losses and stuff like that for like 0.001. That's why he didn't get the most, even though he probably uses Blur more than anybody I know. Mm. Well, not I, more than I think what they did was they, they kind of hid some of the game rules to avoid complete manipulation of others trying to <laughs> take advantage. Well, I, I don't understand why they're, trying, why they're trying to hide the game rules. Like currently... Um, right now they have it hidden how many points you're being rewarded for listing NFTs, although it's showing you how many points you're being rewarded for um, bidding on NFTs. And, and currently, I think it was like um, you're getting a 4X multiplier at the moment until the first of, might be April. I don't know. I'm not in my computer. But there is um, a reward if you play the beginning half of the game. So um, people that are late adopters are probably going to not really make it. So if you want to play it, I'd suggest starting now, taking advantage of the 4X multiplier. Look, you can't compare Blur and Bonk. Bonk is like um, the most insider traded token I've ever seen. You've got, you, look, do you know like the 21 people that invested $1,000 and received 1% of all Bonk, like each received 1% 1, 1 of Bonk? Well, it, goes, it gets even, um, which is whatever, right? You can do whatever you want if you make your own token. You can distribute however you want. But don't call it a fair distribution. Uh, when you got crypto duck, duck punks being allocated, like this is a half a Solana NFT. A half a Solana NFT, that is a rug. And is half, is half a Solana a lot? I feel like some people here, sometimes I forget that when we're talking a lot, of know this stuff. It's That's literally $12. It's $12. Okay, and, yeah. and so you, you've got the crypto duck punks, right? Um, trading at half a Solana, receiving over two times the allocation of SMB. Well, you're going to tell me there's not any type of corruption going on there? And then you go back. We got to break this down for people. I'm helping you. SMB is valued at like 220 Solana floor price. So we're talking like five, five like, grand. Five yeah, plus five, grand. five thousand, a little bit over five thousand. So you're telling me a twelve dollar NFT receives a bigger allocation than a five thousand dollar NFT, and you're telling me that the community on Crypto Duck Punks is more relevant than the SMB community by two X, dude. It wasn't even like close, like the Crypto Duck Punks. Um, and so I'm like, well, that's that's a really weird outlier. There's more. There's more outliers, by the way. This is just one easy example. So now we 
like this is all hindsight right this all comes to light um after the fact you know like oh here's the distribution wait a second this wasn't community distributed this was completely uh insider information distribution so the, going back to the original 21 oh i don't know i don't know how mike could do this i don't know how he could do this but he had bags of these crypto duck punks bags of them and matter of fact hang on more explaining uh one of the 21 scammers is Mike Dudas. Oh, there's, there's also smoothie uh, trades. He also had bags Mike of these crypto Dude. duck punks. Pretty much, um, you had the Jelly Beast, who is a, uh, the founder was Branchy, uh, obviously bags and Jelly Beast. Once again, getting, this one had like almost 4X the amount of bonk allocated compared to SMB. Then you had um, Pengu, um, who the fuck is the founder? Another founder of the 21. Pretty much, they paid themselves off via their their holdings and not no fair distribution was ever had but they pushed it like it was and like seeing it all come out hindsight is just like kind of disgusting you know these are the biggest um most trusted sources on solana completely corrupt you know completely um misusing the platform that's Solana. see okay the, whatever like i'm pretty used to like mike dudas of the world doing student like doing this kind of stuff i'm, I'm completely what I'm not used to, or I'm just surprised by, was the head of communications of Solana going onto the biggest platform Solana's ever had. And instead of sharing, you know, like um, real community, instead of sharing like actual development on Solana, instead of sharing like technology, instead of sharing what Solana problems or what problems Solana's uh, set out to fix, what's he do? He shows bonk all over the fucking place. I mean, just the most disgusting behavior. And you can go check the dates. January, I think it was 5th or 6th, Bloomberg. Um, and it, it's even funnier because all the 21 pretty much go radio silent thereafter. So you got the, the massive pump from Bloomberg. Everyone goes silent. So I'm guessing they're all in on a, an exit strategy of like, hey, we're going to go on Bloomberg. We're going to exit all over retail at that very moment. And you won't see them tweet about it again. Here's your alpha, though. If you want to know, like, what this group because it's a group you can call whatever you want there's like a shitty group it's a shitty group though Get, keep in mind it's a shitty group look I, I made one of these little groups um early on in the crypto twitter scene it fucking ripped dude i'm not even kidding man i should bring it back it was it was called the worst influencers on solana and like anything we touch immediately went to a thousand x i mean it was bull market vibes but still it was like, it was pretty impressive. Anyways, um, I completely disassociate myself from all of that going forward. But like this, this is what this group is. Like it's a shittier version of a group that I made within like a week. They, you know, what, why did you disassociate yourself? What's that? Why did you disassociate well, yourself? Because um, they started just doing really shitty behavior. It was uh, what the original group was intended to do was combat this type of group that I'm explaining. Uh, the group that's out here promoting absolute dog shit. I was like, hang on, why don't we get a real group together and promote real development on Solana, real problem solving on Solana? And initially, it was set out to do that. We were doing well, but then all of a sudden, like, we were getting offers thrown our way, and people were taking like a hundred allow lists. And I was like, wait, dude, don't do that. And then it was just like a pump and dump. And I'm like, okay, um, I'm out. 
I pretty much I'm out. And that, and then um yeah, so anyways, fast forward, now you got this, this shitty group that um that has like a major influence on so like I said, a lot of project founders are involved in here. Uh, I think you rugged a little. There I you don't, are. I, I, I would Found do you. my research on these venture cat. Like, Hey, do you understand? Like they're utilizing the retail capital that's going into these venture capital for their own personal gains and not actually in the best interest of the investors themselves, which is pretty much illegal. So I don't know. I, like I said, there's probably people going to jail, um, after watching how the bonk played out in hindsight, watching the insider information, um, you know, <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is a recorded space. Yeah, they're fucked, dude. I, well, I, Alex, I'm pretty Alex, sure they're fucked. What do you think about, uh, you know, blur the available supply versus everything that's locked up for LPs? I mean, like, if you want fair distribution, you got to rewind the clock to Bitcoin. I mean, even even Ethereum was like 70%, you know, insiders got, you know, first take like i mean all this shit that's just how it goes that's how you launch a project probably everything blur has been building on is just to kind of pay back you know these partners that you know uh vcs that invested and not just vcs i mean you know that could be anyone from d's to zeneca i mean the the token is like how you know they get repaid uh full disclosure i sold my blur last night at the top of course um, and now my wife wants to know local talk, local talk, <laughs> Lo- okay, local okay, talk. yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get into it. We'll debate it. But my wife is like, a, who the fuck are you talking to all the time? And b, why did some fucking stranger give you eight thousand dollars? I mean, of course, I didn't claim it though, because I'm American. Yeah. yeah, of course, you had someone else, and they transferred it. And you gave them their wallet. My friend, my my wife's boyfriend. That's he told me and then i'm just mm-hmm. telling you guys but yeah like I mean, the distribution it back yeah dude of course it sounds like people are complaining about free money which i lo- i'm here for i'm here for all day like oh it wasn't fair like i got the packages and i opened it and then the packages were random i'm happy with my shit i mean i don't owe blur anything i know they're catering to- towards traders you know marketplaces are gonna fight they come and go look at looks rare they don't they don't care about artists, they care about the traders that are on the platform. That's totally fine, you know. But well, what fun would it be if we can't bitch, moan, and complain? Yeah, <laughs> right. that's the thing. I, I feel okay, I'm hang, totally hang on. I'm not saying like the blur distribution was completely fair, but someone said that it was in line with Bonk, which is completely out of line. The Bonk couldn't be more unfair. And and I, it, it was like disgusting. Like when you when you see it all play out in hindsight, like Whoa. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to mention, like, the alpha. You can go to Bonk right now. You can see who they're following. You can get an idea of the biggest influencers on the space and how they're going to probably do the next one. You know, I look for them. Um, That's your alpha. Just follow a couple of them, put your notifications on. And if you want to, like, try to screw them over, um, you you obviously know, like, um, wash trading exists. And as long as you can get in early enough, you can pick up a couple of pennies in front of the steamroller because they're going to try to work together to pump whatever. And obviously, 
um, go on Bloomberg with the head of communications of Salon and then dump it at that moment. So this is bull market shit though, right? I mean, this is the kind of shit that happens early bull market. So my, my largest, uh, allocation, uh, flocky, you knew, um, not sure if you've been watching that one, but, uh, <laughs> that shit is up like 200% year I to date. It. And like when, when I see like ancient dinosaur, you know, a year and a half ago coins doing that kind of action, of course, low flow, easy to push around, but I'm here for it. Like what's next EOS? Like what's, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, um, well, aren't you a Bitcoin ordinal maxi? I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Alex, are you using a different mic today? No, I'm uh, walking around the store. Hang on. Can you not hear me? No, no, I can hear you. Okay. I can like turn it off voice isolation if it's I was up. I was totally kidding about the flocky. I saw someone thumbs down. I try and hold value and then, you know, like way down in the allocation, I'll I'll YOLO some bags. I think Suka uh is gonna be like the people's coin of this. Um it's not a great time to buy it right now, it just hit all time highs. But I do think that's going to be like the people's meme coin. It's not even listed on any exchange you can get to. But um, yeah, it is what it is, man. I'm a Bitcoiner. I like ETH. I do it all. Bitcoiner? I've never heard that. I'm a coiner too. I've got a massive coiner looking at all these green candles. I'm a whole coiner, man. Just one whole coin. <laughs> well, no, I, I, don't think, I think a, an ordinal is different than a Bitcoin. I still am um educating myself on what exactly an ordinal is seems like it's an ever-changing thing every single day oh <laughs> this this is what i wanted to talk to king fud about king fud did you see d gods are now putting the burnt d gods that should have never came back to existence um that were supposedly supposed to be raffled off there now is going on to ordinals yeah i did see that i've been trying to get frank to respond to me I know I'm getting under his skin. I will really? continue to. I will continue to. Um, this is what I don't it's, understand. It's a cool move. I, I, w- I will say that. Um, because it's, you know, keeping up with the trends, yada, yada. But the issue I take is it was, like, super clear that these were going to be brought back and raffled with dust. And that it was going to be right around the time, right after the youth revealed. That's what was said multiple times to me. Um, and so I, I made my whole plan. I'm going to buy a bunch of dust. And it was like $3 plus at the time. And I'm going to buy a burned D-God. That was like the plan. Like I was saying it, I think too frank. I said that a handful of times. And this is when they were around like 650 soul. And every tweet I would send out. 500 people would comment, buy a D-God. And I'd say, I will. I will buy one via raffle. And then I guess they just decided not to do that. And now they're doing this. And so the whole shilling and the whole concept of raffling them off and buying dust and convincing you to buy dust for the raffles was literally not true. What, what's something that's not true that's said multiple times? What would you call that? A lie. Mm. Fraud. Maybe fraud. So, Fud, um, I've, I've heard 
Frank speak about? He was saying like um, a bunch of the D gods like under the floor price, or I don't even know how that happens. Like, why did they burn the five hundred and thirty-six to begin with? So originally it was set out. They had the Paperham bitch tax, and if you had sold the NFT for less than what you paid for, then you had to, you were taxed thirty-three percent. That went to the treasury, and the treasury was set out to um, buy the floor back and burn the the D got via the Paperham bitch tax. So it was a collect like the thirty-three percent. That was collected. Holy. What? Am I rugging or is he rugging? I was. I just got received a phone call. Holy shit! That's kind of that's kind of sneaky, brilliant. <laughs> Fucking Frank. Uh, well, it led to like just stagnant. Uh, it didn't really like. No one was willing to pay a price. No one was really willing to. Um. Uh. What was it? No one was willing to list under their what they. So it was like stalemate it led to a stalemate and so what they did to combat it was then they um because what people were doing they were just having the burn bot uh by the floor so they were just listing it right at the floor so theirs would get bought and then uh what they did to combat it was then now they no longer were burning the floor they were burning uh, randomly selected so you'd be listed like you know a couple of salon above the floor and then they'd pick it up um so i don't know if that was actually like after like seeing what happens play out now i'm just like wondering did they buy their own? I, I don't know. Like the amount of lies that have been told to me at this point, in time, I don't know what to believe. I've never been lied to so many times in my life. It's just like beyond me. But it is what it. I thought it was an interesting mechanic, and a, a lot of people did. It was like it was like at the time, uh, deflationary stuff was really popular. That was similar to like a deflationary. You had the NFT, which in hindsight doesn't really make sense. You're shrinking a community. Should be going the opposite way, where you're expanding um, a community. So. Yeah, King Fud, that's fucked up, man. I actually think this story works well. This narrative works well for the D gods to kind of bring them back on Bitcoin since they were burnt a while ago. You know, it's not an afterthought. It's like this is new. Frank's a Bitcoiner. Bring him over. But that's that's kind of fucked up that uh, you got set up to buy the dust and shit. You mean what do you mean, kinda? Oh, I, I, like, I just talk. It's one passively. thing. If it's like a one-off, but this has been like an ongoing thing, like. And the thing that makes me most upset is that I've put my neck on the line on several occasions for that collection. You know, I believe the lies. I was like, yo, they're actually, and then just come to find out everything's just built on a house of cards. I look for it to topple over in the, in the near future. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just like, okay, dude, like, is that what you have to do now? You have to lie your way to the top. That's what SBF did. Completely lie. Look where he got. He got to the number two marketplace in the shortest amount of time possible. So, I'm telling King Fud, you need to start writing more lies about your collection. Just say you're going to do stuff, and then whenever whenever you want, just say, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. I don't know. like, it, You know, you can't do that in the stock world. You can't do that in equities. I'm surprised. I, I look for that to catch up into the crypto world. Uh, fraud, whenever you're – I don't know. It's like it's it just hasn't caught up maybe. It's impo- – look, that's – um. whenever you have to deal with that behavior – how can you how can you how can you trust anything? I don't know. It is what it is. Are you gonna ask for a refund on your dust, King Fed? Well, bought a lot of it, like thousands of dollars, and it just immediately went down, which is fine. I bought it for a specific purpose, but then the problem is that purpose was taken away, 
And then I'm left holding a coin that's now half the value it was when I bought it. And I only bought it for one specific reason that I was told to buy it for. And then they didn't do it. So obviously I can't get a refund, but I'm out thousands of dollars. Do you think, do you think a father of four, a self-employed person can just lose thousands of dollars, Alex? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, look, I'm, I'm already past it though. I'm like, um, of course you are. It's not your money. Well, it's I mean, your money. of course you're I'm just like, dude, I'm like looking at it. I'm like Bitcoin ordinals. Like you realize this is just like a pump and dump that was led on by the tropo farmers of the world. It's not like a legitimate technology unless your name's um, Billy Rustay. Billy Rustay? Billy Rustay? Yeah, man, we're all immigrants. Fucking Ellis Island. Those motherfuckers. If you're Ukrainian, they're just like, hey, you know what? Sounds better than whatever it was, which I'll never know. They're just like rusty. So, yeah. Rusty. I don't know, man. Obviously, like some of how true is how true is that? Because I've heard the same thing about my last name, and they're like, "Yeah, it used to be this, but now it's this." Because when you came in and you immigrated here, they just changed it because it was it was easier to say. And you're the first person I've ever run into that's also has that same sounds like fake story. (laughs) Sounds like real now. I finally met someone. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I I definitely think that's a thing. And like, is it far fetched to think that Americans are like, no, can't write that down. How about this? How about Smith? How's that sound? Smith. Is that a is that a name? Shake my head. Well, it's one of the most common last names, right? Or at least never... in the, in the early days, I don't know. John Smith. John Smith. You know what? You know what? We could talk about bad names. <laughs> For a long time. Like really bad names. Bark. Block. You know, when my great-great-great-grandfather came to the U.S. from to Ellis Island, they asked him what his last name was, and his last name was West. And they thought that he would just said he was going West, and then they just wrote down the name on his jacket, and it was Barker. So that's where my last name came from. Oh, my. That... That sounds made up, too. I, I swear we're all just making up stories of history. Look, someone what? needs to get FUD to gain some trust back, man. You got to be able to trust people if you want to be in the ordinal space, baby. History's written by... What, the- what happened to Ryan Carson in ordinal? Someone was saying he had bought something. I don't know. Does anyone have the story there? He deleted the tweet, but uh, I believe his fund bought almost 200 ETH worth of Bitcoin punks. And the person who sold them to him revealed like, yeah, we were we were looking for some exit liquidity and it was, you know, dopey RC. That's what the tweet said. I'm just the messenger. Oh, wait, they bought their like, wait. Yeah, someone who had a lot like he was trying to get like a, a massive buy. I think he was in the discord coordinating you know multiple different buys and then he just bought a a bulk amount i i believe from um from i mean someone who minted i don't know if, i don't think it's because 
the found everyone minted right the, no one oh. like there's no treasury or anything like that so i think someone had a fuck ton they offloaded it on rc bro he hit the fucking lottery basically that's all right thank you hey no no side conversations billy billy ray cyrus i'm just telling you king fud you need to start lying more i mean if you want to the floor to go up You've not. You need to become a habitual liar. There's no. You think the playing field's leveled out? Uh, no, no, it's not at all. Especially right now. Maybe if there were more people, like more people liked NFTs, it, you could kind of level it out. Um, but as of right now, it's not a massive amount of people, so it's not even close to level playing field at all. Yeah. Not so even. why why are you not lying about things? Other than it's your birthday every day. So I guess you are, I guess you are more of the same. You do say it's your birthday every day. Hang on, hang on. It's somebody's birthday and I'm just celebrating it them via proxy. Happy birthday, King Fudge. Thank you. On behalf of whoever's birthday it is today. Also, can we, if, if that. If that bothers people, like a clear and there is so much difference between clear and obvious jokes. Some people don't know it's a joke and they, they met me for the first time and they're like, give me a genuine happy birthday. They know within two days, they know within two days, they see another birthday tweet and they're like, wait a second, you sneaky buckaroo. But no, I don't lie about anything. And I, that, okay. I don't think, I think there's a lot of people that don't lie. I think there's a lot of people that are honest, um, more so than not honest. And it's hard to find them, though. It's hard to weed them out and to get, like, to know who you can trust and kind of be around long term in this space. Uh, but, you know, it's just trial and error. That's what we want, right? Isn't that naturally going to happen in a decentralized space? Got to kind of share F yourself. Hmm. Well, I think no, it's a. No, I think it's. Well, I think it's, Well, I think we're we're operating in like a permissionless um, environment, and so I guess you could say, yeah, trust absolutely nobody. But I, I think you owe us a story where you trusted someone and it turned out uh, positive. Hit us. Okay, I'll give you one for him. Uh, one time he trusted King Fud, and King Fud hasn't lied to him once. Um, so there it is right there. Um, does he trust King Fudd though? No, that was a part of the story. That was a lie. Uh, you shouldn't have trusted that story. Um, just goes to show there's no friends in web three. Uh, let me ask you this, Alex, um, has Bark ever lied to you? No. Hmm. Do you trust him? No. Yeah, me either. A little weasel. A weasel wandering around saying his last name's Barker because he was going out west. Yeah, right. Do you trust him? Yeah, I do. I didn't when that whole weird thing was going down with him because I didn't know what was going on. I was like, is this a joke? Are we supposed to be laughing at this? Uh, turns out it wasn't funny and it wasn't a joke. Um, and then it just made me be like, oh, he was telling the truth the whole time. And now that I know that, I can trust him even more. So, yeah, I do trust him. 
Okay. Would I buy a suit NFT from him? Probably. Probably a handful. A suit NFT? In fact, I need a suit. We were, um, we're, that's what we were discussing during pontification was, um, I had Machi, I had Bark, and we were discussing a possible NFT launch in the coming future. And looking at the market, look, that's something I've always wanted to kind of do, create um, an NFT. I think it'd be fun to do. I was thinking, um, hmm, 0.0175E10K. What's your uh, thoughts on that, King Fud? I mean, the price is incredibly low. Um, something I would buy. But my question is, are there 10,000 people? Nope. Okay. There's not. Well, then, okay. Okay, then we, we shrink it to 1,000.175. We, yeah. we could easily get 1,000 people. Yeah, let's 0. do 0.175? Yep. And I'd love to gatekeep out the influencers. Like that would that would it would just be art on the blockchain. We're not doing anything incredible here. So you nope, can stop talking the one hundred. Can we get back to art on the blockchain, please? Can we get back to that? And can we normalize that on Solana? I mean I'm getting tired of all this. It's not even art, it's a project. Like, no, let's let's get back to the art thing. Let's focus a little less on these projects that none of these projects are pulling through. Hi. Right. Let's let's, let's um, rewind it. Yes, please. What's that? Mm, you Wait, hang on. Someone it. someone asked me a question. Um, they, they said, what they say here? They said, I have a question. When will Web three start incorporating uh, educational practices in mathematics and science, language arts, into tech using this great platform to have vocational jobs incorporate into crypto and Web three? Also, paychecks and NFTs. Um, paychecks and NFTs. Uh, something I would never do in my entire life is a paycheck and NFTs. Thanks, you too. Um, I don't know. What I feel like we share a ton of education in this space. But do you not share? And I don't know. I feel like I I come with the juice every night. I don't. You're know. not gonna find more relevant information than this space. Well, maybe books. Outside, that's it. I um, like books. What are, I mean, what's his goal? What's he doing? Um, I don't know. I think his space was sponsored by someone. He keeps on saying "powered by," so I'm guessing that's a sponsorship. I don't know. Powered by. That's a cool way to say that. Uh huh. It's not sponsored. It's powered. Yeah. Big difference. It's yeah, getting the juice. Cool. Okay. Um, this space is powered by Krispy Kreme donuts right now. Whoa. Uh, so King Fud, are there any Solana NFTs you're excited for? Because right now, the only thing that's fun at the moment is Blur, but that's quickly dying. Like, you got like it's like 72 hour events in crypto Twitter. You know, once that pass, like the Bitcoin ordinals, um, the 72 hours is up. If you're still holding an ordinal at this point in time, you've missed your window. Yeah, I was really excited for um easy's bodega buddies oh yeah but those are just like nowhere to be found those were supposed to mint a while ago um i'm obviously really excited and bullish on dot i think that's going to be fun i think it'll what is dot it's a free airdrop 
to all mischievous maxi holders. Wait, and- I love airdrops. I have zero mischievous maxis because I don't trust you at all, King Fight. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> People probably think I'm lying. I have zero of these things. And they're huh? way too expensive. What are they at? Seven Solana? I don't even know. I'm not even lying. I genuinely don't know. They Maybe six, maybe five, maybe eight, maybe nine. They're always around yeah, they, there. They sit around that range, yeah. If I, yeah. You know, they around. Uh, um, so you get a free airdrop, this dot NFT on Solana? Yeah. Okay. And then... When, when, when does the airdrop happen? Look, I'm trying to gather the airdrop, dump the everything all at once. I think I can oh, make a little... The thing, uh, we're gamifying that. What? So that you don't know how to make a game, well, dude. You realize you're talking to like one of the best game theorists in Web three right now. Dude, check the DMs. I'll help you out. We'll please. make it. Is it Billy Ray? No. I mean, Jonah's down in the listener. I'm sure he has an opinion. Hey, Fud, how many OK bears you got, brother? Uh, zero. I sold all those around 200 Solana. That might that might have been one of my best Solana plays ever. Um, yeah, uh, likewise, sir. Well done. Yeah, what a what a stupid collection. I mean, just pumping the fucking two hundred fifty soul or some shit, and just dumping forever after. And then yeah, Kai's crazy. like, yeah, you know, like once you start like deep diving, they've already had like the bit birds, the bit worms. Oh, those are just trials. Those are experiments. I don't know. I thought it was okay, though. You know, they're still doing, you know, they they got a ton of volume. Is that good for people that are tr- collectors? Not really. I mean, have they done anything with the funds that they've collected? I think they were like... Uh, Nate Rivers. I had him on a space mm, two weeks ago. We were chatting it up, chopping it up. And he says he left the team because they work too slow and they're not doing anything that he suggests. And he says he's bearish on the bears, but I don't know if that's what? Nate He said that. He left the team and he's bearish on them. But I don't know if that's him just trying to pump it. I never know with Nate Rivers. I will say, Fudd, I have to agree with you, man. Um, I feel like the there's an inordinate amount of like expectations and hostaging in this space where it's like I'll only hold your asset if you keep like dropping new projects, airdrops, parties, and you know I you know as an artist myself I'd love to focus on the art, the collectability. You know, punks have literally done fuck all for that community, and look where they're at. I mean, I, I think that's kind of what where it's at. I'd be curious to hear you guys' opinions about like, do you think new people are entering the space? Are we onboarding more people? Are ordinals bringing people in? Are they buying Bitcoin? Like, is there buzz or is it the same people just kind of rotating projects? Like, ah, they're, they're, they don't have anything cooking. I'm not going to get rewarded. I'm going to go over here. Like, what happened to the appreciators? Mm, yeah, well, I think there's definitely rotation. I also believe that art on the blockchain is pretty much an undefeated strategy. Although um, it's literally like the algorithm is just time. You just have to add into that and... As long as um, don't hit capitulation, it will succeed. The problem is um, it's very discouraging if it's not uptrending. And then you get, um, like, from a founder's perspective, 
you're stuck in a nasty downtrend, and then you got people bitching at you every single day. So, King Fud, please. What? I'm hearing myself twice, dude. I already hear myself once. It's already annoying. I only hear it twice. I'm, I'm, I'm messing around with my phone trying to figure some stuff out. Um, I should have had it on mute. That's my bad. But what I did want to say is Billy Ray Cyrus was like, hey, fuck, oh, I agree with you. And I get kind of tired of hearing that. Like, no, of course you agree with me because what I said is right. Like, if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. And that just makes you dumb. And second of all, why does everyone think they're an artist? Um, if we want to go that route, you, okay, yeah, everybody is an artist. Everyone can take a piece of paper and a pen and draw a line. Now, artists are decided by the community. We'll, so unless you have, you know, you know, people buying your stuff and you're just drawing stuff, you're not an artist. If you're just, you know, doing a little... That's a different subject, and I apologize, um, Billy Ray Cyrus, that you're not an artist, and I had to say it to you in front of everyone. That wasn't very nice of me. But what I will say is I think we all know that this space is not growing. We're all well aware that this space is not growing, right? Like, we can accept that? Um, I don't know. You know, you get enough of these blur events, they will grow. You know, whenever I get, what brought you into the space, Fud? The opportunity to make money, I'd imagine. Yep. That's what brought me in, right? That's what brought me in. And, well, you had the, although the bonk was a scam, um, you had just another event where people uh, could have made money very easily. Not like you had to be some expert. You just had to be there, and you were probably rewarded. So enough of these events occur, then, yeah, more people will, will join in. You know, it just takes enough of cope. To capitulation. You think people are dying to trade equities right now, dude? It's stuck in a downtrend, too. Like, what are you going to put your money in? Fiat? Well, fiat's going to zero as well. So, hey, I mean, hey, FUD, uh, real, real talk. Are you, are you FUDing? <laughs> Were you trying to trigger me? Because are you, are you being serious? Hmm. I'm not going to tell you because I haven't had those questions asked to me in quite a few months, and it's, some of my favorite questions. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I, I probably don't need to explain, but no, yeah, you man. probably should. You yeah. Probably should. No, I mean, how, how, Dyke, I don't want to hear you explain. I don't care. You thought I wanted to hear your explanation. You're not even an artist. You don't, I don't want to hear an explanation from a non artist. We're talking fiats going to zero, Billy Ray. Well, I mean, they're doing everything possible to protect uh, the bank system with the amount of regulation that's happening in crypto i don't know if you've, you've seen it um sec just came out with this new regulation that's pretty much going to squeeze out any small competitor and you're going to be left with um um which is this fed coin um is that five dollars let me get something out to break that Okay, hang on. You got to get something for $5 in order to use your credit card. Now I'm forced to buy things I not, did not want. What are you, what are you always doing, dude? I, I, I don't... Listen, you're always just wandering around. I imagine you in like those like strip malls, just like walking store to store. Maybe I am, dude. Maybe I am. Or maybe I'm walking down 
um, the vegetable aisle looking for something that costs like 50 cents right now just so I can throw it away as soon as I walk out. No, the no, store. no. Get baby carrots. It's a good little snack. Ooh. That is a good little snack attack pack. Or celery and hummus. How do you know someone's overweight? Well, they eat snacks. <laughs> what? No, I'm serious. Snacks, uh... are, snacks are like the leading cause of overweightness. Hang on. Snack, don't you, King Fud? You're Wait a second. According to whom? What? Where According are you to me. That data. According to number me. Two, Call me Chat GPT. Dude, dude, number two. Every time I saw you walking around, you had fucking Doritos in your hand. Yeah, here. and am I in shape right now? Absolutely not. I'm telling you, whenever I was, it wasn't. I'll tell you right now. I cut snacks out. He recommended baby carrot. What's wrong with baby carrots? It's not an unhealthy snack. But the hummus thing was pretty fucked up. I don't know why you but, said that. No celery with hummus, dude. Get a little spicy hummus. That's yummy. Um, did you know baby carrots were invented because uh, the large carrots uh, were like a little bit rotten, so they cut off pieces of the large carrots, and then the person buying them was like, wait a second, I like these. These are cute little carrots. And then, so they started making these big carrots, little baby carrots, because they sell better, because they're cuter and they're not as intimidating. Okay. Did you know well, that? Look, we, I've been, great. We can learn about carrots, or we can learn about Portland. Portland's up here. Hand up. Very respectful. Bitcoin custom. Bitcoin core. Point twenty three node operator and contributor. Programming self-taught maker. I'm guaranteeing this guy's got to be a Bitcoin maxi. What's your thoughts on ordinals? Um, they're fair game. It's part of consensus. And as such, if you want to write JPEGs, uh, text, whatever you want, it's uh, if you'll pay the fee, you can write it. Um, until that changes or the relay rules change or miners decide not to mine it. That's uh, fair. I actually had a technical question um, to the NFT kind of connoisseurs and uh, aficionados, I guess, or enthusiasts. Uh -oh. Leading question um, incoming. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. So um, basically, my question is in regards to the burning of the Bordy Yacht Club, ape number 1626, and then re-minting it as inscription number 5353. And why this became very interesting to me is because after doing some inscriptions of my own, I thought to myself it was very unlikely that the person that minted this inscription actually got the original copy of the ape and then minted it, like actually wrote the ape. Because with the inscriptions, you get to write the entire JPEG. And as such, I went into the ordinal and grabbed the JPEG itself. Actually, it's a PNG. And then hashed it. That hash does not match the same hash as the original ape. So is at that point, is that still the same NFT or is that morphed into like what we see in the internet where as you save a JPEG again and again and again, you keep losing bits of it. Was the apron fake? No, it was legit. He basically, so what happens is to Teleburn, you basically generate your new ordinal inscription and it creates a transaction ID and then you send your ape to the first 20 bits or the ethereum okay. address at the front of that and you'll never have the key so it's gone so he burned the egg it's gone yeah i saw the yeah i saw the teleburn from casey but someone said earlier that whole ape thing was like a charade but maybe maybe it's no it's, it's no it's legit the ape went to the address that matches the hash of the bitcoin transaction and the odds that he has that hash is it's zero he doesn't have the or sorry he has the key to that hash like, he doesn't own that, so that ape's gone. And now there's an ape on Bitcoin, but that ape 
isn't the same ape image. It doesn't have the same ape hash, and you also don't have any traits of the ape attached to it anymore. Is that even the ape? No, I'm going to say it's absolutely not. Whenever, okay. Whenever we the, the way I look at it is, um, it's got to be on the same blockchain, right? I don't think it's blockchain agnostic. I, I don't know. Like the value of the ape is in the contract, I thought. Like, okay, you own this entry ledger for the ape. And then now I just was, I don't know, I just did a deep dive. and was like looking at this and like, okay, so what's the reality of somebody actually burning something worth a quarter of a house and then putting it on Bitcoin and then saying it's still a bored ape? It's not a, like nothing matches. No hash, no traits or anything like that. But yeah, I'm a Bitcoin maximalist. I still don't really appreciate much of this. But I just wanted the input and like, what's the reality of people actually like, collecting things would people buy this as if this were like a ord ape i guess that had some some sort of tie to the original or is this just something that's trash now yeah my guess is he's not trying to profit on it at all um portland hoddle big fan what's up brother thank you appreciate but, it yeah no I, I love the technical side you bring to things and again you bring technicality with like it not matching the hash I'm curious, like, is he in possession? Because that's what matters to me. Like, if it's your brand, like, let's say it's Thread Guy or something, he actually goes through with that. Obviously, a genius marketing ploy. Uh, but if he goes through with that, I think it would be important to, you know, at least own it, even though it's change. And obviously, you're not part of the collection on Ethereum and smart contract and traits and metadata and stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, do you know if that person is in custody he, of the ordinal? Uh, so the, the chain of custody is as such. He owned the ape and then created a transaction on Bitcoin that had the picture of the ape. Not the same picture, it's just a screenshot of the ape. And then he takes that screenshot and then creates a transaction ID and broadcasts it to Bitcoin. At that point, he then burns the Ethereum ape after the Bitcoin ape is minted. This is slightly important because of the fact that the Board Ape Yacht Club has a contingency that the owner that is in possession of the ape is allowed to use it for commercial use. Burning the ape after he had used it to mint the Bitcoin one could be considered commercial use, but he no longer is in possession of the board ape anymore on Ethereum. That is gone. He does not own or control that anymore. Nobody does. So, yeah, there's no fucking chance. Um, that was a profitable. Do you think it was just a marketing stunt to try to get more hype drawn into the ordinals? I I don't know. Potentially, like the the thing I'm just thinking about is it just. As somebody who deals with technology, I would take a lot more care into like, okay, like on Ethereum, I'm not, I don't do Ethereum, but I know that the main thing is that you have the hash or own the entry in the contract and you have a copy of the image that matches those like credentials or you have a link that works to that. And I would think I would take a little bit more care in like just broadcasting and just destroying $125,000 worth of value as to make sure that, hey, I actually uploaded the original image instead of like, hey, I just took a screenshot or I right click save from OpenSea and then uploaded that and then called it a bored ape. Because he could have literally, if he wanted to take it to the extremes, he could have burned the ape on Ethereum and created an ordinal on Bitcoin from that same ape burn, but had a picture of my profile picture if you wanted. And it still would be, I don't know, like what happens then? I just don't know how it all matches if it has value. 
because the image has already changed a little bit, what happens when you take it to the extreme? At what point is it no longer anything anymore? But yeah, I think it was a marketing stunt personally. That's my opinion though. I just wanted feedback and kind of what people thought about, like how much does it have to change before it is no longer the original at all? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that seems like can't be the same. Yeah, I don't think it has any value anymore. No one, I think, would pay one-tenth the value of what was burned in order to grab that ordinal, in my mind. And I think it was just yeah. a marketing stunt, more of a marketing play for this ordinal. That's Well, do you think Portland, do you think ordinals are just um, like a fad at the moment, or do you think it's the technology that people are genuinely interested in? Um... I think the technology is extremely like it's just Bitcoin, right? You're just deciding now that you can kind of extend the limits before Bitcoin. You're limited to just writing 80 characters. That's not a lot. And then now that Casey kind of developed the method to kind of bypass those restrictions with Taproot, you can write a lot of data. I think the value of the ordinals long term doesn't reside in JPEGs, but immutable data storage for corporations and people that need to like really secure things in time forever because each bitcoin block that's minted it's literally backed by terawatts of energy so you can't rip the data out or modify it in any way that's the power of the bitcoin time chain and as such that would be the most valuable use case the buyer of last resort so people will still probably try to get their jpegs through but what they're going to do is they're going to pay one sat per v byte the minimum fee um i i don't know i can't predict the pricing of this stuff i just see it as a technology and I see the value of JPEGs probably being the bottom of the spectrum of things you could use this for. Like the technology is much more powerful than just NFTs, in my own opinion. But if somebody values an NFT enough to pay the fee to mint, that is their prerogative. That's that's it. So, um, but yeah, I don't I don't really I don't side with any specific thing. I'm just saying from a technological perspective, that's what you can do. You can write data permanently forever that can't be undone. Yeah. And real quick, I just wanted to say, you know, I straddle both sides of this. Like, I love what you're saying about the, you know, eternal immutable documents. But I also think that culture is really fucking important. So it, it always breaks my heart when, uh, you know, there, there's people saying like, this should be used for important stuff. And it's like, culture is important, too. But I, I hear you. Well, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying it should be used any specific way. All I'm saying is that the way the fees are, that's going to determine who gets in the block space, right? Because there's only so much and you have to bid to get in it. I just think that, unfortunately, JPEGs will be probably on the lower end of that scale. I do think once kind of people and especially corporations discover that, wow, we can start using this to write very important things or archival things into this, uh, that's what people will use it for. And at this point, I don't, Unfortunately, I don't see a way to go back. Like, even if you were to take away the ability to do this specific taproot kind of, ex not exploit, but trick to write your data in there, people have other ways. We've always had other ways to write data to that time chain. It just was more complex and the tooling wasn't there. What Casey did was he created a very easy lens to view these things through and then also put them on the time chain. But the fact is that you will always have to pay a fee. Okay, what is a, a more valuable use case for the time chain other than NFTs? Uh, a finance, like monetary transactions and value exchange peer-to-peer. -peer. Like that is Satoshi's original vision, uh, electronic version 
a peer-to-peer -peer version of electronic cash. That is that will be the most valuable use case always. I do I do want to interject and say the very first block there was fifty Bitcoin exchange or uh, you know redeemed for the for mining that block, and Satoshi actually minted an NFT. So I think that's important that uh, Satoshi thought that embedding data in the very first Genesis block was important. So I agree. Data well, can be anything. I mean, the definition of NFT, though, is a non-fungible token. So this is a token that can't really be exchanged for like things. Um, what Satoshi did was he just wrote arbitrary data to the chain. It's not attached to even a Satoshi. There is no way to transfer that time, the original Genesis block and the message in there. That stays there forever. It like the ordinals are, or sorry, inscriptions are attached to a Satoshi. And Casey made a way you can kind of move them between people and keep track of that. Satoshi's message is more like just graffiti on a wall. It, it doesn't go anywhere. It's just stuck there. I, I hear that. And but also you can use the same uh, inscriptions as money. So if anything, they're SFTs, soft fungible tokens, um, but they also don't move as well. They stay exactly where they are. Yeah, you just keep track of around. yeah, you just keep track of that Satoshi. But inherently, the Bitcoin actual protocol does not have any idea of what's going on. Every Satoshi is fungible with every other Satoshi. What you value your personal one at, that's your prerogative, right? So you can choose like, okay, this one is attached to the board ape that was burned. I like this one a lot. I'm not going to let this go for one Satoshi. But the Satoshis I have that don't have any attachment to anything, I'll trade those for the same amount of Satoshis. They're equally as valuable as each other. That's a lot of nerdism going on right now. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. You can best just, believe if there's nerdism. Normally, I, Alex I'm, I mean, I'm not explained at these levels. You're saying that this, uh, what do you call it, a time? What's the... what? Yeah, it's called a time, time chain. Yeah, time, time chain. chain. So the time chain is the original term Satoshi used to describe a blockchain in Bitcoin's first version of source code. So if you read through the code, that's what he didn't call it a blockchain. He called it a time chain because each block was supposed to timestamp all the events that happened during those 10 minutes by the energy used to produce those hashes. And so that's why it's called a time chain. And especially Bitcoiners in general, like this is kind of the social aspect of it. Since these crypto scams and a lot of things kind of rode on the kind of coattails of Bitcoin promoting blockchain, just like the term crypto blockchain in Bitcoin communities, like for good reason is not used. It's a quick identifier of like where somebody's at in terms of like what their mission and motive is. And it's kind of just like a little bit of a litmus test. Okay, where do they stand? And yeah, technically it's a blockchain, but the original definition was a time chain. Also like okay you learn something um, new every day yeah it's good how long have you been a bitcoin maxi um uh, a while i i like bitcoin a lot uh specifically okay. the technology though like the actual like coins and like the the fiat elements i don't care as much about but the actual ability to write uncensorable data to a ledger that's backed by energy that is a concept that I don't see being replicated in a useful manner. And that's like why these inscriptions to me are so interesting is because we kind of took the social consensus of Bitcoin on the network and we knew miners could always break it because miners can do what they want. And then now 
everybody can write whatever they want. And then suddenly you have groups of people going, oh, Bitcoin shouldn't be censored. Bitcoin should be censored. Uh, all kind of competing like, OK, what's the reality now? OK, so it's OK to write financial data, but not JPEGs. But certain other things are OK when Satoshi writes stuff. Um, I don't have an opinion on that, but it's just interesting to see the the effects of like, OK, now we've extended those pretty tight rules into something much looser. And just so you know, Bitcoin can soft fork again, removing the ordinals inscriptions ability fairly easily. And what that that would be interesting I guess, sorry to say for your kind of community, because that would make ordinals much harder to mint again, therefore increasing the rarity of what did exist. But miners would always be able to mint them again. Miners would always be able to mint them. But regular people, like I couldn't just broadcast an inscription. Hey, Alex. Wait. Hey. Dude. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to show Portland how this is done real quick. Hey, Alex, how long have you been a crypto maxi not long dude i got scammed in 2017 and i got scammed 2022 so yeah i pretty much hate the shit so i'm not a maxi in any of this shit i should never (laughs) entered into cryptos and then i doubled down made the same mistake twice thinking nfts i'm like what is this shit no you know it's actually the greatest financial investments i've ever made were in cryptos and nfts and largest returns on a fucking I mean, I've turned like I mean obviously the pump and the, the dump were extremely significant obviously I, I had like chances where turned like ten dollars into like ten thousand dollars or like you can even go like add another zero and the and obviously they just go to zero too they go straight zero minus the one um but that only happens in here I guess you could say in options too but those are fucking might as well just go to the casino dude 90 percent of options i think expire i think it's more yeah yeah, yeah expire one last, all right nerd one, i mean 90 well, percent <laughs> of them wrote like way out of the money all 90 percent of yeah. them are like way out of the money you know you don't really go for like okay like degenerates go otms but like you just go like end the money in the, the money pennies, take yeah. the pennies in front of the steamroller and move on sell them but then you start Getting real degenerate, start playing like earnings reports, just fucking rolling dice at that point. You need your hits of dopamine, it gets ridiculous. Uh, but you know, when you got volume on NFTs, it's such a low amount. And I've got to deal with my favorite influencer, my favorite founder telling me I need to still be trading at the same rate that I was trading whenever NFT volume was literally 100x what it's at right now. Not 100x, but like um, at least 20x, maybe even 30x. So, like, like, <laughs> The amount it's trading in a single day in the bull market took a whole month's worth of trading volume. But I'm still supposed to be trading at the same rate. I, mean, I, I this is what I don't like about this space is like the people that give financial advice have no idea about financial advice. So they garnered they garnered influence via good mornings. So it's, hey it's Alex, inter- I got I got one more question for Portland Hoddle, and then I got to go to dinner uh, with the wifey. Okay, uh, no Portland- one asked, wait. No one asked where you had to go. You could look, <laughs> okay. The leave button is in the top right after you're done with this question. You don't need to announce departures. Hey, okay. Billy Ray. Billy Ray. Um, Portland Hoddle. What are you guys doing for dinner? Uh, just something quick in the old cast iron skillet. Uh, veggies, pasta, you know, just a little marinara, Parmesan cheese. Kind of mm. a weekly staple. But Portland Hoddle, man. So why why do you think... 
that a hardcore Bitcoin maxi created a protocol that allowed inscriptions and NFTs on Bitcoin. Is this a psyops by Casey? Like what, what do you think is there? Is he a, a agent of freedom and of expression? Does he want to port people from ETH over to Bitcoin? Was he, was it an ego thing? Just saying, look, we can do this too. If that's what you care about. Cause yeah. Um, I can't say for certain. Um, I have heard uh, there is a video explaining like his goal with ordinals was to bring NFTs to Bitcoin. Um, ultimately, though, the protocol does allow this to happen. And as such, like this was when people opted in to soft fork into SegWit and then later Taproot. This is what we get um, by this decision. We can always move if this is deemed to be not good you can always soft fork into something that is more restrictive without hard forking and not doing any damage to the chain itself. And that's the beauty of it. We're just in a period where somebody basically, think about it like a video game. Like somebody just figure out a way when you're only given so much room to like decorate a house or whatever as you're building your character or whatnot. And they figured out how to basically like make their house 800 times bigger for, for basically, and they don't have to do any tricks. That's all it was. We could always do stuff like this, but it was really hacky. Like you would have to create multiple outputs to a transaction and build a special decoder. All his case he did was he found the rules of the book or the rules that were written and said, okay, I can keep track of the Satoshis. Now all I have to do is mint data and attach it to the Satoshi. Okay, well, I can use this trick that I discovered here and then apply it to this. And then all of a sudden Casey probably had the aha wow, this is actually really powerful. And it is extremely powerful because when you mint an ordinal, like there's no reversing that once it goes in, or sorry, mint in inscription. An ordinal is different than an inscription. That is getting minted and backed by terawatts of energy once it gets put in a block. There is, every other platform in life, there's like an undo button. But these ordinals that have been minted, these inscriptions, sorry, I said that twice, uh, they are literally there forever they cannot go away there is no undo and that is kind of the, the what most people consider the larger threat other than the fee model to bitcoin is what happens when somebody puts something that you shouldn't in there because there is no ability to ever undo that and that ends up on every like, node, like what? node what could be um, put there that like, shouldn't be put there I'm not going to name it, but you're probably thinking the same thing. But I'm going to say like nuclear launch codes. So like, for example, if you had a text document that said, okay, these are where the silos are. This is how you unlock them. And you put that on the Bitcoin time chain and suddenly every nation on earth and every node runner has a copy. That's going to be probably not looked good upon. So, but somebody could do that because it's permissionless. Anybody can write whatever they want as long as it fits within the scope of the rules. And also a miner decides to place that onto the time chain. That's how it works. That's exactly what FUD was thinking yeah. too. Yeah, I was more thinking uh, like Epstein's flight log. Like, I, I mean, I, I joke, but that would be good if it hit it. But yeah, there would be some people pretty upset because that when somebody uploads this inscription, it's not the same as Ethereum where it's just the hash of the inscription. It's the entire thing. And why this is sort of relevant is in regards to BitTorrent. So everybody asks, like, why didn't the Pirate Bay ever die? Well, the Pirate Bay never died because pi the Pirate Bay never actually hosted the content. The Pirate Bay just hosted a hash and some links to where all the stuff is. But when you upload stuff to these inscriptions, 
it is permanently bound to the Bitcoin time chain. So when I run a node, I am then forced to validate all these financial tra transactions, but to validate all my financial transactions, well, I also have to validate the bored ape that was just burned. Like I have to validate everything and I cannot prune even a single bit, otherwise it all fails. But literally the entire Bitcoin time chain now depends on a burned bored ape that was reinscribed to Bitcoin and that will never go away. That is kind of the, one of the things people kind of get concerned about. And I don't know how you would ever handle something like this, but I don't know. Sorry, that's just an offshoot. Those are just things I'm thinking. No, you're, you're, you don't need to be sorry. Um, wanted to ask you another question. Um, so Alex asked you earlier, when did you start becoming a Bitcoin maxi? And um, you, you did everything but answer the question. Uh, it's more of like a date that we were looking for there. Um, exposure was 2011 conviction was 2019 when I actually started like contributing to core and really understanding like the technology behind it before it was just like, okay, Bitcoin to me was like this three-step process. You buy the Bitcoin and then you wait on the Bitcoin and then you exchange the Bitcoin back for money. But I realized like, I don't want the same money that put me in the first place needing that money. And I realized like the actual technology behind Bitcoin is far more than just money. Like, yeah, it has a monetary unit of account, but it's actually just a database and a messaging system for immutable messages like that. Like once all that clicked, it was like, holy shit, this actually is like the best technology ever created by mankind. And then combined with like the fair launch, et cetera, like all the parameters of how it came about, like there's no, there's an unreplicable experiment. Um, so yeah, date, uh, like, yeah, basically conviction, like I, I've always kind of like held and then like I mined a little bit, but actual conviction was 2019 when I realized like, okay, I want to contribute and like build code for Bitcoin. Wow. Um, have you ever heard of that year, Alex? That's the longest year I've ever heard. I mean, we heard about uh, nuclear. Okay. Actual. Codes, okay. So I'd say 2019. I mean, 2019, there we go. Bay, Torrent Bay, all over the map, like Christopher Columbus. I enjoy it, though. The amount of information, he's just spewing it. Like, Oh, sorry. No, no. But yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm like, the Pirate it, Bay dude. escaped, the Pirate Bay escaped the regulatory issues because they never actually hosted the content. With these inscriptions, you are hosting the content when you download it. Therefore, if somebody were to theoretically come to your house and then take your server that has your Bitcoin node on it, read the files on the hard drive, they would find... I'm going to use my nuclear launch codes example. They would find that in plain text readily available and you would be storing the entire thing. You can't go. Some other guy hosted it. I just had a link to it. You actually had it. That's it. Doubling down, Portland. Doubling down. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Portland, you need to show up here more often. Look, everyone's Yeah, he's about my this. type of nerd. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. He goes, he's got information that's unique to the space because he's, not in the space he's in like outer space of what he's talking about he's in bitcoin bitcoin land you know we're talking majority of the time either majority of the time ethereum or solana maxis portland are you into ethereum or solana uh no i i have never owned or touched anything other than bitcoin ever yeah that would be gross that would be disgusting well you, you understand like ethereum's deflationary so like intrinsic value for ethereum it's gonna it doesn't... be higher than um Bitcoin, actually, Ethereum will flip Bitcoin in coming years. 
What's your thoughts on that? No, it, like no, because the issue with Ethereum is like it doesn't matter like that a supply is deflationary, whatnot. It's what it actually is. You can have a low number of things that's getting lower over time. It's what value does it provide? And the fact is that Bitcoin is always uncooptable and uncapturable as a system because it's decentralized. So there's no way anybody can ever stop Bitcoin. Example, there are so many Bitcoiners that are pretty upset about ordinals and inscriptions, but they don't have any ability to stop it unless they have hash rate and the hash rate is too distributed. You can't take anything down on Bitcoin. It's literally too big, too decentralized, geographically and within the actual scope of being a time chain that's stored on hard drives and connected throughout the internet. With that said, Ethereum though, that has multiple issues starting with the consensus mechanism. Proof of stake does not solve the general Byzantines problem. With Bitcoin, proof of work does because you can always, if you lose the order of all blocks, you can reassemble them. Ethereum, you cannot. You have to trust that these validator nodes are gonna provide the correct order and link everything properly. So. Ethereum is very fragile and prone to being co-opted or essentially taken down because there's also a second element of centralization because many of these nodes take in so much data. The actual chain size for an archival node is like 14 terabytes now. Nobody can host that at their own house. Bitcoin's 500 gigs, fire up a Raspberry Pi. Uh, so yeah, ultimately it just, there's no actual security behind it. And whatever you're doing on Ethereum can disappear. With Bitcoin, you know for a fact you can always reassemble all the pieces. Even if all the nodes explode, you have the math to rebuild everything from scratch in a trustless and sovereign manner. That's why Bitcoin will survive. Ethereum is just vaporware. And also the last, sorry, last, last note. Sorry, I apologize about this. Once hard forked once, you will hard fork again and again and again. And that's what Ethereum's done. Like Ethereum, you had the original DAO hack, they hard forked, they hard forked the monetary policy again, difficulty bomb, and then actually implementing proof of stake. Like there will be continuous changes to the monetary policy. So you say deflationary today, how can you prevent that from becoming inflationary tomorrow, just as our fiat system is today? Bitcoin, you have the hash power backing it, forcing the rules of consensus by the nodes, which are decentralized and distributed across the world. So, yeah, I don't know. Ethereum is just really fragile overall. And I just don't. The technology itself just reminds me of another centralized solution that kind of exists. Like, I don't know. It's decentralized in name only. It's not actually decentralized. Great. I mean, absolute nerd. Portland, we need to get you into NFTs. We need to get you out there in the casino. Not going to ha happen. What if I airdrop you an ordinal? Uh, well, are you in the ordinal? Well, no, so, no yeah, okay, so, okay, okay, serious talk here. I would be okay with an ordinal because you would literally just be sending me Bitcoin. It's, to me, yeah, you'd be giving me an inscription, but that doesn't matter. I only care about the actual Satoshis you sent me, which I hope would be a lot, but you'd probably send me the default 10,000, which is like $2. I will send you the default. <laughs> so I get two bucks. Uh, oh, yeah. There's I, an inscription I, on there that's worth $100,000 that just happened to inscribe, like, last week. Yeah, you gotta uh, crawl. You I gotta don't... crawl before you walk, Portland. We can't just onboard you into the best. You know, we gotta start you off small and then work your way up. I think no. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any interest. Like... And again, they're they're fungible tokens. Like they're still satoshis. There is no like NFT per se. It's just Casey's Portland. little thing he built. Okay, Portland. There's something you're missing here. Um, you can believe in the technology of Bitcoin. 
And at the same time, you could trade NFTs and make money. It would be okay. It would be you would live. I promise. Everything would no, be okay. No, 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 dude. No, no, dude. I'm not. No, I'm not going there. I'm. The money is Bitcoin, and that's all that matters. And the amount I've gained, not just from Bitcoin, the coin itself, but the knowledge of learning how Bitcoin operates, applying that to computer science to benefit my personal life and become a sovereign individual, that is far more valuable than a few thousand dollars for spending time stressing out and trying to flip some sort of like shitty pictures online and a few thousand dollars okay first of all um i didn't know five hundred thousand dollars was a few thousand dollars uh i've made a handful of five hundred thousand dollars on trades um which is a handful of bitcoin uh, if i wanted to that, that's back. a lot actually that's uh that's quite a few coins okay well um you have that opportunity sitting right in front of you but instead you're stubborn uh, because you just want to stick to where you're at. Ooh, I said I would take an ordinal. That's it. Mm. It's, it's a start. Fun. I appreciate the offer, though. Seriously, I appreciate it. But um, I think I'm okay for right now. I'm just going to focus on like developing as a person, learning to program better, and building on Bitcoin as a platform. Is and also is Bitcoin a religion? Mm, no, I, I I actually have a religion, uh, but Bitcoin aligns very Which well with my values. What I don't like about it, and what I do like about it. Okay. Okay. What What do you like, and what don't you like? Well, I don't know what religion we're talking about yet. Oh, um, I am a Baptist Christian, hmm. and uh, Bitcoin just happens to align with a lot of the principles that I believe in, which are like basically like being honest and it has a lot of properties of gold, which biblically is also good. So um, yeah, Bitcoin aligns with a lot of principles and the fiat money system does not seem to align very well uh, with those principles. And as such, I'm like, okay, well these go very well together. And maybe that's why I do like Bitcoin is because of those Christian values. Portland, the, the difference with Bitcoin um and you know like ethereum and any other cryptocurrency that follows along suit is it's like you're saying bitcoin goes along with like your core values and your core beliefs that stuff doesn't really exist when you're talking nfts and things like that nfts are more of like they are fungible whether we like to admit it or not yeah I, you kind of talked about that but it doesn't exist like we, nobody's talking, oh, I love Ethereum because it aligns with my core values and things like that. It's a totally different like outlook um, for 99% of people. They see it as like an investment and opportunity to make money. Whereas for you, you're like, yeah, Bitcoin's great and you can make money, but I more care about my personal growth through Bitcoin. That's I've, I've actually never heard that. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say they care about their personal growth through bitcoin that's that's kind of weird to me Did, is that normal to you well hang on i believe well, hold that, on, he real said quick. that bitcoin what? was solving a problem of self-sovereignty first and uh, like and yeah. he's just doing other shit yeah so i'm not being mean uh, I, that may have come well, off i think it, i was being genuine i think it goes more along the lines for me personally like okay i changed myself through bitcoin the positive impact bitcoin's had in my life is so great and I realize the benefit it can have to others specifically like in a, for example, in like Nigeria right now, I, these people are having huge capital control issues. Their fiat money systems been broken and destroyed. 
And I just look at like, wow, we have this open source tool that could just liberate an entire country overnight. And all we got to do is just get people to adopt it and just start using it. And they already are. There are specific sets of people in Nigeria that are using Bitcoin. And I just want to see the world adopt this standard and kind of get out from underneath the system that we kind of complain about each and every day. Like that, that's what I, I see. And I want to be a part of that and making a, some thousands of dollars today under what cost. Like I, I want to change the world, not just like become a part of the problem. That's that's it. Portland, what problems is Bitcoin solving? Um, specifically censorship. Like that's that's at the end of the like I hate using this term. At the end of the day, that's what it does. Is if you need to s- transact financially, you can do that. You also get rid of if you're going to use the monetary unit of account that's built into Bitcoin. You also get rid of inflation as well. That's been historically the largest issue society's ever faced. Like most nations die to inflation, and with Bitcoin, you just destroy that overnight. Like that, that is the big one. Agreed. And wouldn't you say, because like we touched on, Ethereum is deflationary. Bitcoin isn't. It's still slightly inflationary. Ah, so this this is where it gets important is because of the fact that if you have a fragile system, even if it's deflationary, if it gets co-opted, taken over or censored, which it can be right now because you have a set of five validator, basically nodes or corporations that run these validator nodes it doesn't matter which policy you have because overnight as we've seen these things can change but with bitcoin you know for certain that policy is going to be instated as long as there's global consensus amongst node runners and miners like that the ability to co-opt ethereum is infinitely higher than bitcoin so if i were to place my bet on anything with certainty, it's going to be Bitcoin that it's going to continuously provide that original mission statement. Ethereum's already changed the mission statement three times. They're probably going to change it 10 more times in the next 20 years. So right. that that's it. Like, I, I want to make sure I the rules as they are today are perfect. And I want them to stay that way. You can't guarantee that with any other blockchain. Dude, this guy FUDs Ethereum better than you guys FUD Solana. No, I think he makes up some good points that I'm guessing he's complaining that there's too much centralization because there's not enough nodes and like I guess Coinbase. You have, or... you have, you have five, like five validator nodes that control over sixty six percent. You you can you literally can censor any transaction at this point, and they're all owned by basically exchanges. So yeah. if governments want like, hey, we don't want this country doing transactions, it's never going to happen in that country again. That will never happen with Bitcoin. There are too many nodes, too many relays getting these transactions to miners, and we like just saying. Bitcoiners can't even stop inscriptions from going through. How are we going to stop? Like, yeah, it's it's decentralized. That is the value. That is the whole value prop right there. Combined with uh, difficulty adjusted proof of work, of course, that is very valuable too. Okay. That's fair. Um, I probably got to jump off in a few minutes, but yeah, thank you. Like I originally came in just to ask about like the um, NFT, but still... Uh, that was burned the board eight, but still thank you guys for your input and questions. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my viewpoints as well. Uh, I did have a good night. Thank you.